Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Let's get to our top story. Let's talk birth tourism. Now, birth tourist is a foreigner who comes to Canada specifically to give birth in this country, and they don't qualify for publicly funded uh, health care. They pay out of their product up, up, uh, pocket. By giving birth here, the child automatically becomes a Canadian citizen. Here's the issue. It's all legal. Yes, they're not breaking any rules. You can do it. Uh, There are businesses set up in our city catering to these birth tourists. When COVID hit, it seriously reduced the amount of foreigners coming to Canada to have babies. Now, prior to COVID, almost 900 foreigners paid to give birth in BC in a year. That number dropped to only 152 births in 2021. Across Canada and prior to COVID, we average over 4,500 births annually, annually over five years. That's nationally. Now, a new story from Graham Wood, who is a reporter with the Glacier Media, shows the number is beginning to move upwards once again, not only just in our province, but across the country as well. Last year, which is 2022-2023, that number hit 312 births here in British Columbia and 3,575 nationally, meaning birth tourism is growing once again, and our federal government is doing nothing about it. Joining me now is Graham Wood, who's a journalist with Glacier Media. Graham, thank you for joining us today. Josh, thanks for having me. Uh, This increase, uh, we're still not back to the uh, high numbers prior to COVID, uh, but this bump up now, uh, did that surprise you? Um, No, it didn't surprise me. I anticipated this uh, when we understood that the travel restrictions for the pandemic had been lifted. Um, We, there was, you know, there was speculation among people who follow this, that um, that was the reason for the drop. And then once the travel restrictions bumped up, we would see a rebound. Um, But there was a bit more specific details about uh, why BC is lagging behind. Why is BC lagging behind? Well, uh, according to uh, Andrew Griffiths, the uh, immigration researcher, he hypothesizes that um, while travel has rebounded in in Canada, travel from China specifically has not. Um, It's only at 18% of pre-pandemic levels um, for a variety of factors. And so we know that 95% of um, birth tourists uh, in Richmond, which account for most of birth tourism, uh, were coming from China. So just uh, you could basically reason, stand to reason that um, as a result of the lower uh, tourism rates from China, uh, here in BC, we're actually seeing a, a, a rebound, but not as big as across the nation. Uh, you had mentioned Andrew Griffiths. He's a uh, immigration policy expert and researcher, as you said in your story, and former director general for citizenship and multiculturalism. He's spoken a lot on this issue and provided uh, provide a tremendous amount of research or research for uh, journalists, um, elected officials, and uh, and bureaucrats as well. Um, so so far, the numbers aren't as as high as one could expect because of geopolitical tensions. Um, mm-hmm. Canada. Because of you know your reporting, significant amount of your reporting, other elected officials have raised this issue as well. We haven't actually done anything about it yet, have we? Nothing. 
No, and, and you know, I think you, we can at this point we could probably be safe to assume that there's a lot of buck passing that's gone on. Um, you know, at the municipal level, they claim that bylaws would would be uh, a help uh, to curbing this industry. Um, we, you know, we certainly see what sh- short-term rental bylaws have, have turned out to be, and how that has been enforced across BC. Uh, the Ministry of, of Health in BC. Um, they basically, you know, the, the answer was basically, you know, this is entire issue. We have bigger things to deal with, um, despite the fact that, you know, um, there were, you know, multiple complaints and, and actual, you know, diversions from the hospital. Um, and, you know, and, you know, they, they took it to the federal level. Um, there were petitions, um, MPs, some, you know, said they got involved, but ultimately it led to nowhere, um, you know, most Canadians want changes to the, you know, Citizenship Act, um, but there just hasn't been any teeth. There's been, um, you know, none of these uh, federal politicians, uh, particularly from the Liberal Party, um, have any um, uh, convictions, uh, uh, heavy convictions about wh- whether this is wrong or not. Um, so so we're, we're kind of left at this point to, you know, observe a rebound and we'll be back to, you know, levels in no time, you know, at least if the data continues to, to trend this way. So uh, people are able to come to this country, have a child, and a child is granted citizenship, and it's from, a, I guess, a Latin term or philosophy, it was just so leave to be of the soil. But all, in practice, it would require uh, parents to come to Canada on a tourist visa. They sometimes stay at these hotels or, or homes, so that's a private business that's, that's set up for birth tourism. You have a local doctor who would set up the interview or set up an appointment at the hospital. That doctor would be paid. We don't know what those salaries are. The individuals usually stay after the birth for a little while, so there is more care for the mom there as well. So there's a whole business, and we don't really have a sense of what these people pay to have children here, do we? Do we have a sense of what what the costs and what they're paying, uh, whether it's the 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 homeowner is renting out their home supplies mm-hmm. the doctor's fees may be do you have a sense of what we were paying even prior to this uptick in number yeah um you know it costs about anywhere from uh 8000 for a, a normal birth to 16000 for a cesarean section you know and then you have to you have to be here before the birth and after the birth um you know that could bring you in, you know, another twenty to forty thousand dollars estimate, according to the estimates. You know, when we've uh, talking to a few, you know, birth hotel operators. Um, so you know, it's quite, you know, it's, you're looking. You could be looking at fifty thousand dollars, perhaps. Uh, you know, for a five five month sojourn here. Mm-hmm. Under President Trump, there was a push to be more aggressive in questioning people who arrive on tourist visas where there is a a concern that they may be coming for birth tourism. Um, And I know Australia has come down hard as well. Uh, Can you give me a sense of what countries have actually changed their rules because of this birth tourism and say, look, you can't just automatically have a baby here and they're granted citizenship? Yeah, this is more of a... uh America's phenomenon. Um, obviously, in Europe, um, uh, that was well established uh, before colonialism uh, occurred uh, in North America. So, really, you only have Canada and America as these um, 
these nations that have just solely um, Australia is another, and obviously that's a colonized uh, country as well, mm-hmm. uh, more recently. And so what Australia has done is they've changed their, their citizenship pact, and they require one parent uh, to be a citizen or a permanent resident to grant the baby citizenship. Um, so here you don't need, um, as long as you have the baby here, it's, it's, uh, you, you'll get the passport uh, just fine. And so, you know, the Americans haven't changed their, um, and there's other South American nations that have the same uh, policies, but obviously, um, you know, they're not as um, uh, wanted, you know, people don't want to go to South America to have a baby because that passport doesn't hold much value. Obviously, the Americas, America's passport is a gold standard. So, so what America has done, um, uh, they haven't changed their citizenship laws. Uh, they, you know, if you have a baby in America, you can still um, get citizenship for that child. Um, but what uh, they do is they crack down, as you say, at the border. Um, you know, the IRA can get involved uh, in terms of tax uh, enforcement, uh, money laundering. We've seen money laundering charges uh, in the California uh, come down against birth tur- tourist operators. So. So it really puts a dampened uh, uh, a damper on uh, going to America uh, through the South again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've always felt that you know if someone comes to Canada on a tourist visa, you should be here as a tourist. The minute you have a child here, well, would, that would tell me that you came here uh, mm-hmm. for other reasons. That alone uh, should uh, hopefully eliminate any chance that you'd be a Canadian citizen for a child would be given a passport, but. That is not the case, but there is a way to do this without having to, you know, change our constitution or anything of that sort. Australia has a clearly uh, a, a, a right. proven the way. How much of this do you think it is just it's a question of whether it's conservatives in power or the federal liberals in power? This is really about worry that they don't want to alienate minority communities when, let's be blunt, I think a lot of them would be also are, are just as offended as uh, other Canadians are about... Uh, the fact that Canadians shouldn't come uh, or a foreigner shouldn't come here, have a child, and and be granted um, uh, a citizenship or get a passport. Yeah, I, you know, just in my observation, it, it is um, you know minority communities who are concerned about this um, uh, because you know people do it the right way, and um, you know I can't speak for myself, obviously, but um, that's that's the concern coming from uh, these communities that um, the immigration system is being gamed. And it's being gained by um, very wealthy people, you know, people who have fifty thousand dollars. This isn't an issue of, um, you know, some some people have argued, you know, there's uh, studies out there being conducted about how this could be a construct of, uh, of uh, colonialism and, um, you know, all sorts of theories out there. But um, you know, that, suggesting that this is. Uh, you know, the cracking down on birth tourism is a, um, uh, you know, uh, an affront to uh, women and so forth. But, um, you know, here in BC, we have, you know, if you're a refugee, if you're a temporary foreign worker and you give birth in BC, uh, you don't, you don't uh, pay for that birth. Um, covered in MSP, um, these stats that are coming out from Andrew Griffiths, they don't show, they wouldn't include any um, disenfranchised women. Um, these are, these are individuals who pay for birth. So, so you're right. I think, um, you know, just from anecdotal information, you know, I think the, you know, the, the diaspora communities, the recent immigrants who, who go about the, the right way of coming here, um, they're upset. 
Yeah. Yeah. No. And, 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 and I think everybody, what political, whatever political stripe you're from, just don't like this idea. It does, you know, our, the, the value of citizenship uh, cannot be diminished and should not be diminished, especially for Canada. And I'm really glad, uh, Graham, that you've stayed on this story uh, prior to COVID and you continue to stay on it because it's vitally important. And hopefully one of these days there are some changes, that's for sure. Graham, thank you for your time today. Okay, thanks, Jeff. Take care.